Luke 11. And it came to pass that as Jesus was in a certain place praying, when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John the Baptist also taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. Luke gives us a, uh, looks like a shortened version of the Our Father. It's got five petition, petitions in it, or the longer version has seven petitions in it. The seven petitions of the Our Father, extremely important. Those are, those are seven things you will, you will do well to meditate on, the seven petitions of the Our Father. A very simple way to do it. As there's seven days in a week, there's seven petitions in the Our Father. So every Monday, Monday is a day assigned to meditate on the first petition of the Our Father. Hallowed be thy name. Tuesday, second day of the week, that's the day to meditate on the second petition of the Our Father. Thy kingdom come, and so on, till you get all the way to Sunday, and then you start over again. Even if you just spend a mere five minutes a day meditating on the petition of the Our Father for the day. The other day when we were in Baltimore Catechism 3, we ran across a question about what our attention at prayer should be. The answer was it's threefold. Attention to the words that we're saying, that we say them correctly and distinctly. Attention to their meaning. Okay, there's where the seven petitions of the Our Father come in need to know the, pay attention to the meaning of what we're asking. And attention to God, to whom it is addressed. So be sure to make it habit to meditate on the petitions of the Our Father. Learn what, they, learn what they're asking for. And pray them well. I'm going to have five questions today from the Baltimore Catechism. Starting the section of the Catechism called the Commandments of God. Is it enough to belong to the church in order to be saved? No, it's not enough just to get baptized and belong to the church to be saved. You must also keep the commandments of God and of the church. can't just wave your baptismal certificate okay, at the pearly gates and say, I'm coming in. No, you have to be in the state of sanctifying grace. You have to keep the commandments. Next question says, which are the commandments that contain the whole law of God? Answer, the two great commandments, love God and love your neighbor. Also, the catechism puts it way more distinctly than that. It says, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart, with thy whole soul, and with thy whole strength, and with thy whole mind. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Called the two great commandments. Why is it said that these two commandments, love God and neighbor, contain the whole of the law of God? Because all the other commandments, all the Ten Commandments, all the commandments of the church, are given either to help us to keep these two commandments, love God and neighbor, or direct us how to shun what is opposed to them. 
The first three commandments focus on loving God. And the remaining seven focus on loving neighbor. You can sum up the Ten Commandments by saying, love God and love your neighbor. Next question says, which are the commandments of God? I know you know the answer to that, so I'm not even going to go there. I'll test you tonight just to be sure you know them. But you got to memorize those Ten Commandments. And finally, who gave us these Ten Commandments? God himself gave the Ten Commandments to Moses on Mount Sinai. And Christ our Lord confirmed them. And our Latin to today is fiat voluntas tua. Translated, thy will be done. And how is God's will to be done? Perfectly, as it is in heaven. Fiat voluntas tua, thy will be done. In this petition, we're asking God for the grace to renounce our will and cling to his will. Fiat voluntas tua, thy will be done.